0: Yes, sir. It's Wednesday, November 24th, and this is Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling. Love the Colts Injury Report today. We'll talk about it in just a second. I want to remind you the people at my bookie, they want to hook you up. Here's the deal. This year, Turkey Day at MyBookie gives you plenty of reasons to be thankful, starting with a $250 risk-free bet on Thursday afternoon, Thanksgiving afternoon, as the Dallas Cowboys host the Las Vegas Raiders. Bet the spread between the Raiders and Cowboys at MyBookie. When you win, you win. And if you don't, MyBookie will refund you up to $250. Simply put, you can't lose this bet, and that's what I call no risk, no gravy. Before you get your wager in, set yourself up for success by doubling your first deposit when using the promo code KentSterling at MyBookie. That's promo code KentSterling to double your initial deposit all the way to 1000 bucks, so you won't need to break the wishbone to be the one to come out ahead. Feast risk-free on Turkey Day with MyBookie and make sure to stick around for seconds as they gear up for what should be a fun Black Friday with tons of odds boosts That will have your belly and your pockets full. Bet anything, anywhere, anytime. With my bookie, let's talk about the Colts. The only blight on the injury report for the Colts is Quentin Nelson, who didn't practice today. Last week, Frank Reich said that Quentin Nelson wasn't going to practice. He wound up practicing on Wednesday. Frank Reich didn't know. He was surprised to see Quentin Nelson practicing. Today, he said that's not going to happen. Quentin Nelson will not practice. Limited T.J. Carey with that knee. T.Y. Hilton now with a toe? T.Y. Hilton's got a different thing wrong every week. Maybe he's just having fun with this. I don't know. Uh, Darius Leonard's got the ankle, so he was limited as well. But the Bucs, here's the really good news for Optimus Wednesday. Now, we do not wish injury upon anyone. But if people are going to be injured the week they play the Colts, hey, you know what? (laughs) What are we going to do, argue? Uh, Vitavia, limited. Chris Godwin, limited with a foot. Full go. Gronk, these guys did not practice. Antonio Brown with an ankle, wouldn't mind not seeing him on Sunday. Mike Evans with a back, I really wouldn't mind seeing him in street clothes on Sunday. Ten touchdowns this year for Mike Evans. He is a big play dynamic guy. Uh, Ellie Marpet, the guard, he's got an abdomen issue. And Devin White has a quad Devin White is a game wrecker at the inside linebacker position. All kinds of pressures, all kinds of hits on quarterbacks. You'd love him to be in street clothes, too. I don't know how many of these guys are going to play. I don't know how many of these guys are going to sit. But that they can't practice, it can't be a bad thing, right? So good tidings for the Colts, who are one-point favorites at this point going into Sunday's game. So here's the deal. In terms of how this affects the odds of the Colts going to the playoffs, If the Colts, when the Colts win, uh, so you got a Colts win. That takes the playoff percentage up to 84%, according to 538.com. Then, if the Pats win, uh, you've got uh, 84%. It stays at 84% if the Pats win. 86% if the Titans win. So the Titans winning actually boosts the chance that the Colts are going to the playoffs. However, if the Pats win, the chances of the Colts winning the division, it jumps to 16%. That's 1 in 6. If the Titans win, that percentage drops to 3%. So this is kind of all or nothing. If the Colts win and the Titans lose, you got a chance, a 1 in 6 chance to win the division. If the Colts win and the Titans also win, it drops to 1 in about 33. So there you go. You want to win the division, you're rooting for the Titans to lose this weekend, the Patriots to win. If you're rooting for the Colts to get to the playoffs, you're really kind of rooting for the uh, Titans to win because it gives you a 2% boost in your advantage to get to the playoffs. Colts, one of the best teams in the NFL over the last eight weeks. In regulation, they're 6-0-2. Sure, the two became losses when overtime happened, but that's life. Hard Knocks tonight on HBO. I hope this is a different brand of Hard Knocks. I hope we've seen the end of gender reveals. Nothing against Ryan Kelly and Mark Lewinsky and their wives and their having babies and isn't it wonderful? Yes. Personally, it is. It's wonderful. Do I want to see it? No. I have no interest. I got people in my neighborhood. I got, we got women pregnant here. I don't know their names. Is that sad? Yeah, I should know their names, of my neighbors, who, who are going to have babies. That would be a good thing. I should send them flowers or, or some kind of a thing, some kind of a toy that the kids can shake and rattle. and Wouldn't that be fun? I don't. These people, like Ryan Kelly and Mark Lewinsky, I know this much. They're going to have babies? That's wonderful but I don't need it on my living room TV. I just don't. And the prayer thing. I know, people enjoy the prayer deal with Frank Reich. Oh, he's praying. Isn't that wonderful? He is a wonderful Christian. Look at him. That To me, that's private. I would rather see that be private. I don't need to see a bunch of guys holding hands, praying for stuff. I say, you know, I, I need your guidance. Oh, Lord. I don't know. That doesn't move my needle either. I would like that not to be on my TV. I'd like it to be in their lives. That's fine. That's a good thing. But not on my TV. I don't find it compelling viewing. Like when Law & Order was on, right? You had Jerry Orbach, and you had a series... Benjamin Bratt was another one of the detectives. As they went out to solve cases, they didn't get out of their car, their Ford uh, Galaxy 500, hold hands and say, oh, Lord guide us toward a successful resolution to this murder case, they didn't do that. Why? Because it's not good TV. D- David Wolfe would have put that in the script if that was good TV. You know what? The Godfather, one of the best movies ever. Citizen Kane, maybe the best movie ever. How about Casa- Casablanca? Really good movie. Never had H- Humphrey Bogart and Peter Lorre and Sidney Street and Casablanca Holding hands from Marlon Brando, Al Pacino, Robert Duvall, Jimmy Kahn, and The Godfather. Holding hands. Citizen Kane, you didn't have Orson Welles and Joseph Cotton holding hands, saying, Please, dear Lord, let us. No, you didn't have that. Why? Because it's, it doesn't help make a good movie. The prayer, it, it doesn't make the TV better. So leave that out. I don't need it. The story of these Indianapolis Colts doesn't require it. The lives of those who are participating for the Colts, some of them do. And that's wonderful. And I applaud it. But it's not a TV show. All right. Again, Colts. And I know. Look, one point favorite. That's got nothing to do with what's going to happen on Sunday. You do not play. These games with a slide rule and a calculator, you just don't. The MIT guys, they don't know any better than we do who's going to win because these games were played by fallible human beings. All right, however, the last win, and this is kind of good news. I I like talking about this because it was a terrific game. The last win the Colts had over Tom Brady, 2009, November 15th, Patriots at Lucas Oil Stadium. Patriots have a 35 uh, right? They, they had a 31-14 lead that became 34-21 a little bit later on a Gaskowski Gost- field goal. How in the world? And that's in the fourth quarter. The Colts down uh, 31-14. Three scores. Somehow or another, Colts find a way to come back. Manning hits Garcon. Manning hands it to a die. Then the Colts, and, and they got Belichick to blank. Belichick, fourth and two on the Colts tw- or on the Patriots, 28. So his own 28, he goes for it fourth and two. Pass to Kevin Falk from Tom Brady. Melvin Bullitt comes in, jams it up. They don't get the first down. Manning takes over, and with 13 seconds left in this game, a one-yard pass to Reggie Wayne. And the Colts win the most unlikely game, maybe in the Peyton era era. Now, that game down in Tampa, where they were down three scores with, what, four and a half minutes left, that was way unlikely. But this thing, you were down 17 points to Bill Belichick and Tom Brady in 2009, and you came back and won. And that was the last time they beat Tom Brady. Hopefully, They get to do it this time in what will almost undoubtedly be Tom Brady's last visit to Lucas Oil Stadium. He's never going to come back in the playoffs unless he switches teams again and starts playing in the AFC. Or for an NFC team that rotates through Lucas Oil Stadium. It's not going to happen in the playoffs. It's not going to happen in the Super Bowl. Maybe the last time we get to see Tom Brady and don't let the door hit your ass on the way out. I don't want to see Tom Brady here anymore. Let's send that guy out with a loss and and be done with him forever. Uh, Indiana basketball. Indiana beat Jackson State last night. And over the last two games, they've beaten Louisiana and Jackson State. And they're they're not going to win the national championship. They would have a tough time beating a Power 5 team, either of those teams. But combined, those two teams hit less than 20% from the field And I think Xavier Johnson had something to do with that at the point. And then backup point guard Christian Lander came in because Rob Finnessy is hurt. And Christian Lander, on the offensive end and the defensive end, I thought played in the rhythm of the game really, really well. It occurred to me while I was watching, where does Finnessy fit on this team? I was talking to somebody who knows basketball very, very well today. And I what'd you think, Indiana. I don't know how Rob Finnessy gets back on the floor. Lander's playing too well. You heard Stephen Bardo last night on the Big Ten Network say, you know what, Miller Kopp had better look out. He's hearing footsteps from Tamar Bates. This is what happens with good teams. With good teams, you got people pushing from underneath. With Indiana, you got people pushing. Rob Finnessy cannot be comfortable at all because Christian Lander can flat play. Miller Kopp cannot be comfortable at all. Number one, he's not shooting it very well. Number two, Tamar Bates is playing really well. Parker Stewart finally shooting the ball really well. Indiana, they've got Marshall on Saturday night. Last game before, kind of this this deal sort of gets going with some serious competition. Syracuse coming up in the Big Ten ACC Challenge, that game on Tuesday at Syracuse. We'll see what happens. I think they're going to be okay. I like this Indiana team. I like Christian Lander. And one thing I did not care for, and and I'm not saying that this is an awful thing, because you got to do stuff on the bench if you're hurt. You can't just be completely wired into the game. But every time I saw Rob Finnessy on the bench, he's like this. He's kind of hitting a guy in the arm, talking to him, and they're laughing. I don't care so much for that. Maybe that makes me an old head. I don't know. I like guys who are wired into the game and are supporting the guys on the floor as they play, not guys who are cutting it up on the bench. And that I saw twice, and maybe those are the only two times Phinnessy did it and the rest of the time, because we don't get to watch the bench all the time. The Big Ten Network doesn't show us a bunch of stuff on the bench, as they shouldn't, because it's not nearly as interesting as what's going on on the court. Just like with the Colts, in hard knocks, we don't need to see the prayers. Don't need to see the guys holding the hands and saying, oh, dear Lord, and I th- that you do it? Wonderful. Love it. I don't need to see it. Uh, Pacers, a five-point favorite tonight, 7 o'clock against LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers. Karis LeVert is back on a minutes restriction. That means more run for Chris Duarte, which is a good thing, I think, ultimately. Pacers, coming off two wins, beat the Pelicans, beat the Bulls in Chicago the other night. They've got 9 of 10 at Gainbridge Fieldhouse coming up on the schedule. Get out to Cambridge Fieldhouse and see the Pacers play. Butler tonight at, well, in the Maui Classic in Las Vegas. Go figure that. Um, they play Chaminade. And they're going to beat Chaminade. But I couldn't help but think, what is going to happen at the Crossroads Classic? I think this is the last year for that. they got to play Purdue. Purdue is a machine. Butler... Has trouble, real trouble scoring the basketball. How unpleasant does that thing have the potential to be? I don't know if Purdue or uh, Butler fans are going to enjoy that altogether too much. Remember, hit subscribe, punch like, ring the bell. Let's go subscribe, right? And remember to go to my bookie and and get your uh, get your bet on the spread tomorrow, Raiders. Cowboys, MyBookie, up to 250 bucks. If you lose it, it gets refunded to you. And use the promo code Kent Sterling. You can double your initial deposit all the way up to 1000 bucks. Fantastic stuff. MyBookie.ag. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Not going to be an early day, but we'll talk to you once tomorrow on Thanksgiving. Things that I'm thankful for and things that you should be thankful for. Like I own what you should be thankful for. I don't, but I have some, some suggestions, as always. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino.